I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and brain health expert, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for working moms who are feeling stressed out and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a working mom with big career dreams, I know what it's like to not have enough time in the day and to lack the skills and confidence to reach your goals. I have spent years understanding how our brains work and learning what holds us back from having the courage to reach our dreams. Each week, I'll be sharing practical strategies to help you find more time in your day, build your confidence, fight back against mom guilt, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. Ever wish you could stop procrastinating and just take action? We all have the same 24 hours in a day. And when we're spending that time procrastinating and avoiding, it can drain both your time and your energy. In this episode of the Bold Life Podcast, I'll show you why your brain makes you procrastinate in the first place and five strategies to stop procrastinating at work. Okay, let's dive in. I want to start by talking about why you procrastinate in the first place. Usually, it comes down to one of two reasons. Reason number one, the task sucks. Like, I procrastinate on cleaning my shower because I really don't like doing it. It's no fun, and there are about a billion other things I'd rather do. There are tasks at work I avoid, too. Bookkeeping is one of them for me. I love numbers and seeing all the numbers at the end, but the tedious job of entering all those numbers is definitely not my strong suit. This type of procrastination is actually a pretty easy fix. More on the hard type of procrastination to solve in a minute. The solution is to give yourself a reward. Your brain doesn't like doing things that aren't comfortable, and your brain wants to feel comfortable, to feel good, all the time. These annoying tasks are really easy for your brain to say, eh, I'll do it later. But your brain loves rewards. They're super motivating, often motivating enough to do that annoying task you've been procrastinating on. For example, I mentioned that I procrastinate on updating my bookkeeping. So a couple weeks ago, I had registered for this online workshop that I was really excited about, but I was going to need to spend my whole day at my desk listening. So I brought my bookkeeping with me so I could do the data entry on breaks or when there was a speaker that was something I wasn't super interested in. My reward was a presentation I wanted to watch, getting to spend the whole day focused on that. And by mixing the bookkeeping in throughout the day, it didn't feel so overwhelming or so annoying. Sometimes I like to give myself a special cup of coffee or chocolate after I finish one of those annoying tasks that I procrastinate on because those rewards work really great for me too. The second solve for this type of procrastination on those tasks that just suck to do, see if you can delegate. Is there someone else at work that maybe loves bookkeeping who could take on that role or is some way to make it automatic or at least partly automatic? With bookkeeping, for example, there are a ton of great bookkeeping apps that sync your bills so you can scan the bill and keep on track. So these tasks that we procrastinate on because they're just not very fun are actually pretty easy to solve. What we do is we give ourselves a reward or delegate as much as we can or make it as automatic as possible so we can kind of just get it over with. But most of the time when you're procrastinating, there's a deeper reason at play. Your brain is stopping you holding you back for some reason. And that reason is usually doubt, uncertainty, and fear. Think about the tasks you procrastinate on at work. 
Maybe it's a phone call to a client you've been dreading or a project that you know will help your career, but you keep putting it off because more important things seem to be coming up all the time. I want you to think about that project or that task right now and imagine yourself starting it. Now, pay attention to where your brain goes. Do you start to think things like, I don't have time. There's too much else that needs to get done. There's too much else that I need to do. I'll deal with it later. This is going to take too much work. Is time something that comes up for you? Or do you think, I'm not sure how this is going to turn out. I don't want to put in the work if it's something that's not going to pay off for me. Or do you worry about messing up or what other people might think? Maybe you're not sure how that client will react when you make that phone call. Or you worry about how your boss or coworkers are going to respond when you finally finish that big project. These thoughts that we have when we start thinking about the tasks we're procrastinating on or avoiding often come from fears we have deep down. And those fears are the fear of failure, the fear of not being good enough, and the fear of being judged. Remember, your brain does not like to be uncomfortable. So all these fears make us feel uncomfortable. And your brain says, yikes, I don't want to be in this place. Let's just keep putting it off so I don't have to have all these uncomfortable thoughts and feelings. I'll just procrastinate and avoid it forever. The problem is, usually that task doesn't go away. It's still waiting for you. That phone call still needs to be made. That work project still needs to get done. And the bigger problem is the more we put these things off, the more your brain magnifies the fear. So I'm procrastinating, I'm hesitating, I'm trying not to think about this. And what that does to our brain is it reinforces there's a reason to be avoiding. My brain says, okay, I'm trying not to think about it, so it must be something really scary. There must be some horrible outcome that I'm trying to avoid. So your brain makes this a bigger and bigger thing, so you avoid more and more. And all of a sudden, we have this added stress because we know that deadline's coming, the pressure builds, and your brain just wants to avoid more. I did a whole episode back in episode 37 of the Bold Life podcast talking about why fear holds us back and makes us procrastinate. You can check it out to find out more about how this works in your brain. But what can you do about this? How do you override your mental default and stop procrastinating? Stop holding yourself back. I'm going to walk you through five reasons your brain is making you procrastinate and strategies you can use to deal with it. Reason number one. Your brain feels totally overwhelmed. Let's go back to that thing you're procrastinating on at work. When you think about doing that task, does your brain remind you, ugh, that's so much work. I can't do that. How am I ever going to get this done? I don't even know where to start. If those thoughts come up, don't worry, you're not alone. One of the reasons your brain makes you procrastinate is tasks can feel overwhelming. That project that really needs to get done, but when you think about it, it feels like it's going to take hours or days and you just don't have the time or energy right now. When tasks seem too big for our brains, it's really easy to go to that place of procrastination and avoidance. Remember, your brain wants to be comfortable. When tasks are too big, they feel overwhelming and that's uncomfortable for your brain. And it's not just at work where this can be a problem. Remember my bookkeeping example. So I actually had this stack of receipts that were at least an inch thick that I needed to go through that day. No wonder I was avoiding. Really, it was possibly going to take me hours to go through all this. And my brain said, oh man, Nicole, you don't have time for that. So I kept putting it off and putting it off and the stack just kept growing, right? Those receipts and those invoices just keep coming in. 
Or maybe you feel like your house needs to be cleaned, and that's a huge task. Clean my whole house. Holy man, does that feel overwhelming. Am I right? That could take forever. That could take days. And by the time I get it cleaned, I'm just going to have to start all over again. So as a result, the task feels too big cleaning my whole house. So my brain says, let's procrastinate and avoid. So what do you do about this? To solve this procrastination problem, break the task down into smaller parts. The smaller, the better. Each step seems way less overwhelming and more manageable. Plus, each step you check off will reinforce for your brain to keep going and build that momentum. Here's how this works. So we're back to my bookkeeping task. First, I looked at that stack and I decided what needed to be done. I broke it down into steps. Step number one, I needed to sort the invoices into invoices and receipts. Then I needed to order them by date so it would be easier to enter. Step three, I had to enter each section. I split them into invoices and receipts and enter the stacks one at a time. Step number four, I had to go through all those receipts and find the ones that were in US dollars and see what was actually charged in Canadian on my account and update my records. And step five, I had to go through all my bank account statements to see anything I missed, all those recurring payments that I didn't necessarily have a regular invoice for. Each of those five steps felt way more manageable than update my bookkeeping. When I just looked at that giant stack of invoices, it felt overwhelming. But when I started sorting it into piles, breaking down the steps into how I needed to order this task and get through the steps, it felt way easier for my brain. Plus, each time I finished one of those small stacks and checked that task off my list, it felt really good. I put that small pile away and moved on to the next one. Even if I hadn't gotten it all done in one day, at least I would have made a start. And remember, your brain likes to have that momentum. Once your motivation starts to grow, once you start to tackle one of those small steps at a time, you're likely to continue and you're less likely to procrastinate. And really with my bookkeeping, I could have broken it down even further if I wanted to. I could have said I'm going to tackle one month at a time rather than sorting through the last six months at once. If a task feels overwhelming and that's making you avoid, procrastinate, or hesitate, do this. Get out a pen and break it down into steps, as small as you can make them. Writing it down will help your brain feel more at ease and in control. Plus, once you have all those small steps, it will feel way less overwhelming for your brain, and it's fun to check off those steps as you complete them. Don't let a task be a monster that you avoid forever. Break it down and tackle it step-by-step to avoid procrastinating at work. Reason number two that you're procrastinating. You're doubting yourself and lacking confidence. Let's go back for a minute to that task you're procrastinating on right now. When you think about it, do you have thoughts like these? I can't do this. I'm not good enough or smart enough or whatever enough. What if I mess up? What if I make a mistake? What if I upset someone? That doubt is uncomfortable for your brain. Remember, your brain wants to be comfortable and to avoid that doubt. So it makes you avoid the task so you don't have those negative thoughts going through your head all the time. The solution? Take baby steps to build that confidence. We talked a few minutes ago about how to break down those really overwhelming tasks into steps. The added bonus of this strategy is that each success you have, each step you cross off will build that confidence and start eliminating some of that doubt. Your brain will say, oh yes, I can actually do this if I go step by step. It feels less uncomfortable that way, so you're going to keep going. If you're going into a doubt spiral, break that task down and just start. Start with that first step. 
even if it's really small. You'll likely be surprised that all those worst case scenarios you're making up in your head aren't that likely to actually happen and your brain's going to build confidence with each action that you take. Reason number three, your brain makes you procrastinate. Your brain is too distracted. Your brain only has so many resources and distraction takes up a ton of those resources. So say you're sitting at your desk, you're trying to get started on a project, but your desk is a cluttered mess. You have files open everywhere, papers everywhere, sticky notes all over your walls with things you need to do. Your email is sounding at you in the background with reminders, family if you're working at home or colleagues if you're in the office, they keep coming in to say hi or to ask you questions. And all of those distractions are forcing your brain to try and multitask. And your brain is not good at multitasking. Actually, your brain can't multitask at all. What it does is it switches really fast back and forth between two tasks, which is super inefficient. Your brain is really good at focusing, but not when you're not setting yourself up for success. Let's take a look at your work environment. Is it cluttered? Fix that. Turn off your social media alerts. Schedule a time when you check your email so it's not beeping at you all day. Make sure you have an organized system so you're not wasting time and energy searching for all the information you need. All these little organizational tricks mean your brain has less to think about, so you're less likely to get distracted or start feeling uncomfortable and more likely to take action. Mental distractions can also throw you off your game. When I'm working, I'd like to keep a pad of paper next to me. If I get an idea, I just write it down really quickly, then I can go back to what I'm working on. If I stopped and followed up on that idea, started down the rabbit hole of that new task, I'm going to lose momentum and get off track. And we know it's harder to get our focus back on track. So write those ideas down, write those things that come into your mind down so that you're not keeping them in your head and trying to multitask. And then you can follow up on them later. It'll keep you better focused on the task at hand. Bonus tip here. Be aware of how long your brain can actually focus. The answer is 60 to 90 minutes. Then it's time for a break. Otherwise, you're more likely to get distracted and end up procrastinating. I know it feels like if I just sit here forever and keep working, I'm going to get more done. That's not actually true when it comes to your brain. Your brain's going to get less efficient. You're going to get way more distracted than you would if you took a brief break. 60 to 90 minutes, get up, walk away for a couple of minutes, get some fresh air, do something else for a while, then come back to what you're working on way more likely to stay focused and stop procrastinating and finding any other excuse to do something else. Reason four, your brain makes you procrastinate. You've taught your brain that you're inconsistent. Let me ask you this. If you made a promise to a friend, said you'd help them with a project or a task, you'd stick to your word, right? Of course you would. I know you would. But how often do you break promises to yourself? Say things like, I'll start that project tomorrow, but tomorrow comes and there's a million other things you need to get done, so you put it off. The problem is, each time you break your word to yourself, your brain learns and this becomes a habit. Your brain says, well, I kept putting other things first, so those must be the real priorities, which makes it really hard to stop procrastinating on the tasks that really matter. Consistency is key for your brain. That task you broke down into all the steps earlier, take it and put all those steps in your calendar. Commit to making one small action every day until it's done. Even if it's just 15 minutes that you commit, consistency will build that momentum for your brain. So you're way more likely to stay on track and take action. Reason number five, your brain makes you procrastinate. 
Your brain sucks at focusing on the long game. Remember, your brain likes to be comfortable. It likes to feel good. It likes quick successes and quick rewards. If I push this button on the vending machine, I get chocolate. My brain says, woohoo, this was awesome. But most of the tasks we procrastinate on don't have immediate rewards like that. I need to do my bookkeeping because I know it's important for the long-term health of my company, but I'm not going to see the payoff tomorrow, right? Maybe you're starting a new business and you know all those little tasks will add up eventually, but it can take years to see that outcome. If you have a client that you are avoiding calling, yeah, calling those clients, some of them may pay off immediately, but lots of time it takes a while to build that relationship and to see that outcome, right? And this is a problem for your brain. Your brain wants to have all the fun right now. It's hard to focus on the long game. It takes work and effort to get your brain focused on the future. It's easy to slip back into focusing on the short term. Things like, ugh, this is taking too long. It's not working. I'm so frustrated. Let's give up. Training your brain to remember your long-term goals is important. Whenever you're slipping into doubt and procrastination, take a breath. Then sit down and write out why you're doing this task, why it's so important. What's the long game? What do you hope will come out of it? If it's a call that you're avoiding, maybe the long game is you're trying to build your network and get more success down the road. If it's a report you need to write, maybe the long term is to gain the skills, but also get some increased success in your company with each great report you turn in. Focusing on the long term when you're tempted to procrastinate shifts your brain's focus away from the short-term discomfort of doing that thing, the reason that you're procrastinating, and towards the long-term benefit and gain. Don't forget to check out my free two-part training, The Decision-Making Formula, where I show you how to make faster decisions without endless procrastination so you can get more done in your day. Head to drnicolebyers.com forward slash formula to get started. That's drnicolebyers.com forward slash formula. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. And make sure you subscribe to the Bold Life Podcast so you never miss an episode. Okay, let's do a quick recap of what you learned in this episode. You learned that your brain likes to be comfortable. And when tasks at work make you feel uncomfortable, those things you hate doing, the things you're worried about messing up on, or the things that you're doubting yourself on, your brain reacts with procrastination and avoidance. And we reviewed five strategies to stop this habit of procrastination and start taking action. Remember, consistency is key for your brain. So just get started. No matter how small the step is, your brain will build momentum and make you less likely to procrastinate. That's a wrap for today. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and you're listening to the Bold Life Podcast. 